player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 90 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Good. Y'all are in for a treat tonight. This is going to be a cluster of an episode. We just had our fantasy draft. Sean's inauguration into the League of the Leagues. Extraordinary gentleman. That coffee mug is has seen some better it's, days. It's faded a bit. We are drinking coffee and it's fantastic. Could you wait? Are we really at episode ninety? Yeah, I thought this was going to be eighty nine. No, this is ninety because eighty nine was last week. Wow. What would be harder for you to give up? Alcohol or coffee? Alcohol. That's sad, but absolutely alcohol. I only drink coffee. For me, it's coffee. I only drink coffee in the morning a handful of times a week, and I feel like right now. Seriously? Yeah. I wake up and I drink coffee, or I I feel like coffee does like nothing for everybody. I feel like I just need calories in the morning Half whether it's a calories. protein shake or coffee i feel like it uh, equally wakes me up the same look at me i drink protein shakes oh, oh wa- uh, uh, uh. Alibaba. Alibaba. anyways how we doing i've been better i had surgery this week are you feeling like less of a man than before no i feel like even more of a man i can't even find it's called episode there it is episode dot, doc um, September. It's September already. Holy crap. I'm not going to get into it because y'all don't need to know my personal business. But I am more of a man than I've ever been. <laughs> Some might say less because I can no longer have kids. And that's all I'm going to say Spoiler about alert. Spoiler alert. Two days ago. I feel actually pretty good, surprisingly. Uh, we had our draft today, fantasy-wise. Like an hour ago. Fantasy football, like 20 minutes ago. Made it home. Sean, this is your introduction to the league. We are not like Andre and Kevin and Ruxin and all that, but this was the league. No, but you were closer to that league than really? any other league I've been in. Really? Yes. No, this league's fantastic. So as far as the draft, the live draft goes, yes. other than Taylor, not Taylor Swift, other than Taylor, He's not I'd already met everybody in the league. Yeah, I mean, as far as who was there today, we've played poker and whatever, and right. it's a fun group. I I really enjoy it. It is weird. I was texting my buddy, so for my work league that I'm not even technically in anymore, but Brittany is, and I'm kind of co-managing her team. I was texting him tonight some stats if I can find them. Through three and a half rounds, only four quarterbacks had been taken. Mm-hmm. Through the first seven rounds, ten quarterbacks had been taken. That to me was strange because you don't, I you don't do. I mean, to me, quarterbacks are still a very over necessary. No, necessary. I don't. I don't get it. But you can get so Eli. So I took a quarterback. Well, right now that I see how you guys draft. You can get Eli in the 10th round, and he's as good as quarterbacks in the third round. Exactly. So now that I see how you guys draft, I probably would draft differently next year. I took Aaron Rodgers in the first round. I'm okay with it. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to win the league this year. You're not. But I'm totally okay with my 
I I'm okay with my team. I'm okay with my team. I'm not. Okay I'm not. I'm team. not thrilled with it, but I'm okay with it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Fox and Hound in Memphis slash Cordova here. Um, got some free pizza and wings. Pizza and wings and like bonus points on a card or something that, that we we'll may or may not get. See. We'll never get that card. But no, nah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. I'm glad you had a good time. I had a good time. I won the league in. I got to take my antibiotics. I won the league in 2010, so it's now been seven years <laughs> since I won. And I won it. What was my record the year that 12 I won? 12 and it? 4. 14 oh, and 2. 14 you. and 2. Much better than what you said. So, I don't know. I don't feel like this is a championship team this year, but nobody ever does when you start the league. So, we'll see. You never know. You never know. What else is up? Oh, God. I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about video games. Let's talk about video games. That's why we're here, right? I. What have you been playing this week? I. Hey. It's too late now. I've been playing Knack 2. I've been playing Knack 2. 2. Also, Stephanie um, Tanner, shout out. So, I downloaded. So, okay. Shout outs are kind of funny. Because if it weren't for y'all, I wouldn't even really know about this game. I downloaded. You, you, you just hold. You you skipped over the first topic. No, I'm gonna get back to it. I downloaded everybody's golf because I kept seeing more and more about it, I'm which like, is the new Hot Shots golf. And I love golf. I hate golf in yes. real life because I'm not good enough. I love golf video games and Arcade everything. Golf, I, not like Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm like, this seems right out my alley. I needed to get this game. It sounds great. Um, so I actually downloaded this game. Usually I'm a uh, physical copy kind of guy, but I just downloaded it. And then while it was downloading, I was able to download and play through the NAC 2 demo, which okay. is going to be our first topic here. Um, have you played anything from NAC 1? No, sir. Okay, I have not either. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't expect this. I didn't really either. I didn't know what it, it was more. You know what this game reminded me of? And I'm going back like, no, I don't think we're going to say the same thing here. Okay. I'm going back about 15 years here. Okay. We're not saying the same game. This reminds me of like Maximo on PlayStation 2, which was like uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, Ghosts and Goblins, 3D whatever on PS2. Like, based on that, yeah. Run around, hack and slash, beat em up kind of thing. I didn't really know. I was expecting it to be more Mario, I guess, where it's like. Oh, you see an enemy, jump on him, and he's dead kind of thing. This is more like you can punch, you can kick, you can do combos, you can do, you can defend. It was fun, but to me, this game, it does not seem... I know Knack gets a lot of flack, a lot of flack for Knack. This game does not seem like a... Full sixty dollar release kind of game. This seems like I know this is just a demo, but as far as taking this demo and extrapolating to the full game, this seems like it should be a thirty forty dollar game. It seems like it would be very repetitive. This game to me, what I sum it up as, and the reason I when I texted you and said I want you to play this before the podcast so we can talk about it. Did I make that good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. 
It reminds me of a low-budget knockoff God of War. I was wondering if you were going to say that. Sort of, but less... When he gets that yellow power-up where he's got oh, the blade... This game is like halfway between God of War and the Arkham series. With... Without any of the charm and any of the storytelling. Yeah. This game is so... Okay, so... I don't know if we said exactly... You, you Did you say it was the NAC demo? We have not gotten any review copies or anything like that of NAC 2. We, we both just... I downloaded... I was bored one night. I said, I'm going to download the demo of NAC 2. See what it's up. I played through it for about 10, 15 minutes is all it takes. And yeah, I told it Sean... It didn't take long. I said, just play this so we can talk about it. You start on chapter 3-1, I think it is. And all of a sudden, there's all these random people that are like, you're like thrown your into side. like the, the 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 Coliseum kind of, and you're like, in but it's all this and you're fighting these people. But yeah, there's like good humans and bad humans. I think they're all good. I think they're just testing you, and that's why when maybe, you beat them, they just go and they jump away. Uh, yeah, I'm not I, a fan of Act Two. This game, it seems like it could be fun, but. I'm gonna guess when this game comes out, it's a sixty dollar release, which seems no, it's rid- for, it's forty. Okay. To me, that's still kind it still feels a bit of pushing it. Yeah. I think Knack Two. Again, neither of us have any experience with Knack One. I have no idea why anybody would buy this game. Is my initial thoughts. It it seems like it's. This seems like it's a still, PS Plus kind of game. Like, it still seems like it's a tech demo. Neck one yes. was clearly a tech demo. Look at this character thing that's going to break off into a million pieces. Look at all our processing power. He's going to build back together, blah, blah, blah. It's just that now. It's just, but now you can play co-op. We didn't try it co-op because we played it separately, just one player mode. This game was just so ridiculous. That, that's what I told Sean. I was like, Make sure you download this game so you can experience the ridiculousness. And he said, is it good ridiculousness? And I said, it's just ridiculous ridiculousness. Malfeasance for malfeasance. But do you see what sick. I mean now after playing through it? Like, there was a question. Oh, I thought there was more. Um, yeah, it just, yeah, I just don't really understand. What what am I? My robot? I'm, I don't just, know I'm, I'm a collection of You're little a bunch of voxels. pieces. Yes. Yeah. With baby with baby <sighs> knack inside. Right. I don't know. It's the demo was fun, but if I paid even if I paid any more than ninety nine cents for that demo, I would be disappointed. Yeah. To me, I'm gonna assume the full game is pretty much just that, but over longer and over yes. and over. Yeah. That's why I'm saying even at $40, that seems like a bit too much. This should be a $20 or $30 release. And me personally, I wouldn't even spend that much. No. This is something that maybe gets maybe comes out on PS Plus several months from now, and then I'll play through it. But it, I just, I don't, it's fun, but it's fun for about that. 15, 20 minute demo length, not fun for a full retail release length, however long the actual game is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it just boggles my mind that they didn't put out Knack 1 as a PS Plus game in September when you're trying to sell copies of Knack 2. 
Mm. That's the other thing. I assume Knack One is basically just this, it's even worse, yeah, but not quite as good. Yeah. Right. I, I will say it looks beautiful. Even the weird, it it, it like gives me uh, Sonic O Six vibes, where it's like your big ass blue hedgehog with this normal looking like Final Fantasy princess, and you're like gonna make out with her as a hedgehog. It's just like weird. You're not making out with these people as Knack, but it just. Something just feels incredibly off. Yeah. I feel like where we're at right now with the PS4 lifespan and the PS4 capabilities, the fact that this game would even be a $40 release title seems... I, just completely unnecessary. So cost isn't everything, but compare Sonic Mania at twenty dollars to this at forty. Sonic Mania was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed playing through it. I think, I do think, a decent portion of that was nostalgia driven. Right. I think for but it was nostal- I still say to the same it was nostalgia done correctly. Right, but I think if you have people, I mean, I would say like Brittany, but I mean, she didn't play, but like people, if you were born in like the early to mid 90s to where you're prime video game age right now, you may play Sonic Mania and just be like, yeah, this is fun, and that's about it, but you don't have that bonus nostalgia factor. As if, to me, compared that to being game, a Sega kid like we exactly. are. Exactly. Yeah. To me, the game was fun, and I enjoyed it immensely, but it got a little repetitive, but it was, like, good repetitive. I mean, Mario games get repetitive, Exactly. To me, Knack was, like, just repetitive, not not good, good. repetitive. Not good at all. So, I don't know. Even if Knack was... If this was a demo for a $20 game, I think I would still be on the fence about buying it. And certainly for a $40 game, I'm not buying it. Sorry, hit the microphone. I don't know that even if this eventually becomes a PS Plus game, I don't know that I want to play through the whole thing. Right, I would download it and start it and probably never finish it. If I I can see into the future, that's how I see this being. Unless it's a super easy platinum, which I don't know that it is. But I just, oh God, I don't know. That's really all I want to talk about, Knack. Uh, we've talked about Knack more than we should. I also played a little bit more Minish Cap this week. Yeah. I am now into the Palace of the Winds, which is like the fifth temple, because you get faked out in the third temple. You think you're getting the wind element, and then they're like, our princess is in another castle, whatever. Go to the other castle. This Palace of the Winds thing is ridiculously long. There's a whole section where you are going... Um, this is where you get the ability to jump with like a cape, if you remember this. Okay. You jump, but then you have to like go, you go all the way up, like you, you get the cape and then you jump and you coast onto a cloud, jump onto a cloud, jump onto a cloud, jump onto a cloud. That's how you go to the next level, like the, the third floor, fourth floor, whatever. Okay. You get through all that and then you start at the bottom and then you go up an alternate route to get all the way up to the top. And it, th- this, I probably played for like an hour and a half I would say an hour and a half so far in this dungeon, and I still haven't beaten it. I just got so tired last night. I was like, I'm, I've had issues. 
I don't want to play this anymore. I'm, I'm, I know I'm getting close, but I'm just, I'm done for now. But is this, I mean, I know I've beaten this game, but I just don't remember. When you beat this dungeon, yes. is it then on to like Ganon's castle? I know yes. it's not Ganon, but this Ganon's me, castle, and then that's it? This gives me the fourth element, which then lets me be able to make four copies of myself, which I assume will be a big part of that last dungeon. But you go from here to the last dungeon. Okay. And I've gotten like three bottles. I think I'm at a full bar of hearts plus two full bars. I mean, two full hearts. So I'm like, I've got, and I bought some Lan Lan milk and stuff. Like, I, I've got more than enough HP that I need. Like, I'm ready to now just, it seems like there's so many side quests. Just in Hyrule Town, going around and talking to all these different people and this. and I'm like, I just can't. Like, I'm now just doing main quests until I beat this game, then I'm going to move on. Still really like it. I really like the, the dungeon design and everything. Um Again, it just rekindles my... What, what this makes me want to do is beat this game and... Sorry. <laughs> immediately play Link to the Past. Yes. Because... Shout out to James Solar. Link to the Past is perfect, and I haven't played it now in about two... It's almost right at two years since I last downloaded it on my Wii U and played through it. I, I will always prefer 2D Zeldas, I think. This almost makes me want to go back. And, and you said I probably don't need to play it, but Link's Awakening. To go back and play that. I don't care about Oracle of Ages. You should seasons. at least... You can skip those. I would say you should probably at least experience Link's Awakening. It is sub... It's obviously not as good as Link to the Past. But right. It's, I would say it's Link to the Past, Link Between Worlds... And then either Link's Awakening or Minish Cap. It's been a long time since I played through either of them, but they're like one or both, you know, that's like a 3A and 3B kind of thing behind Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds. I think you, even if you don't play all the way through, you should at least play it and just kind of get the feel for what it is and how it plays. Yeah. I, <clears throat> again, I am predisposed to like the 2D Zeldas better than the 3D. I'm not going to say this is better than any of the 3D Zeldas, but I feel like it's rivaling uh, Twilight Princess, which I would rank of the 3D Zeldas I've played. Twilight Princess is unnecessarily long and complicated. You have a four-hour yes. tutorial, basically. Three or four-hour tutorial. Yeah. This is just like, it's 2D Zelda. You get in, you go, and you go. Right. And there's so, like, I could probably spend 40 hours in this game. I'm not going to because I'm now ready to beat it. But there are so many different side quests from talking to people and doing, like I said, talking to all these the different The Kinstone pieces. Yeah. I am so sick of the Kinstone pieces. When I get a Kinstone piece, I don't need the, bah, 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 bah. like, I, I get it. I've gotten, like, Hundreds of these effing things by now. You got this kinstone piece. You can go trade it with this person for five rupees. But it does that well, also for okay. other random stupid stuff. Like, you got a small key. This is a key that can unlock doors, but only in this dungeon. Make sure only use it in this dungeon. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I know how to play Zelda. Please stop. Yeah. But I like it. As far as being a non... Because this is a non-Nintendo Zelda game. This is a Capcom-developed Zelda game. I really yeah. like it. I'll beat it here in the next few days or so, and then... I know what I'm moving on to. We'll talk about it next week. It's not a video game, but it's video game related. <coughs> Jason Schreier. 
Um, very happy. I'm like I said, gonna beat it in the next few days, and I'll move on from there. Yeah, I think when you're done with this game, assuming you haven't already played it more, you need to play. I know you started it. You need to don't say Final Fantasy. Seven. Put substantial time into Terranigma. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. like to me. I mean, it's behind. So would you rank I mean, that I can't above even, Secret I can't, of Mana? I can't even definitively say it's behind. It is up there, Super Nintendo-wise, with Link to the Past, Chrono wow. Trigger. Wow. To me, top three SNES games of all time, Chrono Trigger, SN, uh, Chrono Trigger, Link Between Worlds, nope, Link to the Past, and uh, hmm. Terranigma are those three. It's like the Holy Grail it's not even the Mount Rushmore because there's only three. You prefer you prefer Terranigma to Super Mario World or Super Metroid? I know it's apples <sighs> to oranges, but it's it's tough. Um, I would say ahead of Super Mario World, but it's tough because they're so wow. different. Because it's just you can just again Super Mario World can get repetitive. Yeah. Okay, if there's a Mount Rushmore of Super Nintendo games, I I personally am putting Terranigma, Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Chrono Trigger. Those are my four. See, I would put Link to the Past, Super Mario World, Super Metroid. And I, I don't know what the fourth would be. I think Terranigma plays enough like Zelda to where I'm not fully confident, but hopeful that that would end up in your Mount Rushmore. Okay, now... It's more Zelda than, like, Final Fantasy or Secret of Mana. Time, or, when was the last time you played Terranigma? Is this just an you're talking? I played it for the first time well after the fact. Even okay. when I played it, it was very much already retro. Right. But it's... It plays like a Super Nintendo hybrid of... Link to the Past and Beyond Oasis, I would say. Hmm. Much more than like, it's not Chrono Trigger, it's not Final Fantasy, it's much more action RPG than RPG. Does it have like down to forward punch moves? I think you said it's it got does something the past. There, like there's that. Something like you can like on. double tap in a direction to, to like dash. And I think you can like dash and then attack and do like a, like a, M. Bison, Psycho Crusher. (laughs) Or I think you might be able to do like a forward, back, forward, and do like a flip. Maybe I'm just thinking of Beyond Oasis, but... That's a flip kick in Beyond Oasis. It's so so good. I'll definitely get it a try. I want to at least get out of That should be your next new game to experience on the pie. Okay. Like 100%. I can't think of a better one. I mean, Chrono Trigger's up there, but... I know you but well you enough know me. to know yeah. that it's you not going to stick. Yeah. Right. Terranigma you need to play. If it is action RPG like Zelda, I will I will at least give it the old college try for sure. It's more RPG than action. It's more RPG than Zelda in that there's like an overworld and then like the action like sequences. But there's... Or six, done, it's so. all active but it's not menu driven you fight people in real time but there right. is an overworld is the, and no that's fine it's just yeah, the, yeah the fighting is what turns me off i of. just i can't imagine you wouldn't like this game you okay. may play it and be like yeah it's a lot of fun but it's no zelda which okay that's fine right. but 
I can't imagine you would play this game and just be like, I don't like it. Did it make your top 75? I think it did. I did. It would be tough for me to come up with where in my top 75, but it's it's, 100% in my top 75. Yeah, yeah. Then that, I mean, that's enough for me. Because, okay, better than what you remember Crusader of Senti being. Again, that's the main reason I want you to get your pie so you can go back and play Senti again. It's... I would say it's probably a better game than wow. Crusader of Sunday. But Crusader of Sunday has such nostalgia and just such a special place in my it's heart. Growing up as too. yes. Yeah. Growing up as Sega kids, it was like, okay, this is our Zelda that uh, it's tough. It's, it's about it's about Eva. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's honestly, it's probably a better game, but it probably holds less of that special place in my heart because of because it's not a Sega game. But there's no doubt in my mind that if you play this game, you will like it or won't like it. I forgot how I started that sentence, but you know, way, if I play it, I'll like it. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of that, what have you been playing this week, Sean? I know what it is, and I can't wait to hear about it. So. I haven't really played Final Fantasy in a while. I played through Songbringer. I haven't beaten it, but if you haven't yet, check out my review on... Parthagamer.com. Parthagamer.com. I'm hoping I win my copy of it. Um, It's fun. I'm going to leave it at that. You need to read the review. Um, I haven't really played Final Fantasy XII in two or three weeks now. It's getting to the point where... But you're close to like beating it, which you don't want to I could do, go right? beat the game... Easily right yeah. now. I'm leveled up enough to where I could beat the game on like autopilot. Right. Um, I think I've gotten all of the espers besides like the final esper. And from what I've looked up, it's very difficult. Like you could beat the first 12 espers and that doesn't mean you're anywhere near being able to beat that 13th one. So I think I've got a ways to go before I do that. I still haven't looked at the trophies. I probably should to see if it's even worth going down the rabbit hole of trying to get a platinum. I'm going to guess it's not because it seems like the kind of game that... I keep meaning to look that up for you and I keep forgetting. Uh, yeah, I, I keep forgetting too, but I'm running out of things to do in this game. I feel like the the main optional thing I have left is to get this last Esper. But I'm only at like my main party of three is at uh, an average of I don't even know high fifties to low sixties and level, and you can go all the way to ninety nine. Yeah. And then my like sub tier party of three that I just never really use is probably like mid forties. And I've gotten to the point where I'm just like I'm not going to use them. I'm just going to focus on this main team. But you just you level up very slowly, so I've got I think. Four to five more hunts left. And I think one of them, I don't even know if it's a true hunt or if it's just a, an optional boss altogether, is like several million HP. Like a it's typical four. boss, you would have this like health bar that you need to like take down. This last, or this one like optional boss has like. I want to say it's like 60 of them and each of them is like 1 million HP. Like it will take 
at your absolute best, like three hours. This is part of the story or is this? No, no, this it's is totally optional. Okay, okay. Like even if you were like level 99 and all of your gambits set just so to where everybody it's does. It's pure grind. Yeah, it's going to take at least three hours. Nope. So I feel like I would like to be able to beat that, but I just don't know if I have it in me. Uh, I love the game, but some of the bonus, like the optional stuff in that game is just too much for me. But I will pick it up, pick it back up eventually. Um, but as I touched on earlier, I've been playing a lot of everybody's golf. Yes. It's a lot of fun. So I loved, I mean, totally different, but I can go all the way back to NES. And golf. I think when it was just called golf. With Mario, funny looking Mario and Luigi playing yes. golf. Yeah. I loved that game. Super Nintendo, I think there was one. It may not have been a Mario Golf, but there was some kind of golf game, I think, that I remember playing and just really enjoying. Game Boy Advance, there was like Mario Golf Advance, I think it was called, something like that. There was like a Mario Golf, you can like, it's borderline RPG where you can really? level up your okay. like, your power, your accuracy, your, your this and that and whatever. And those are the kind of golf games I like, and this seemed right up my alley. I like it a lot. It's you you like upgrade. It's kind of hard to explain. You upgrade your individual clubs based on how much you <clears throat> use them. So any given club, if you hit like a perfect shot, it'll upgrade like the power. Or you can upgrade if you put backspin on it. Right. So it's more for your irons. You Accuracy, can put backspin control, on them. Whatever it is. And yeah. whenever you do that successfully, you like level that up a little bit. And so like each of your clubs, you can level up power, accuracy, backspin, and something else. It's a lot of fun. It's slightly repetitive in that you basically play these tournaments and as you play the tournaments, you gain experience. And when you gain experience, you level up. And when you level up, you get to play one-on-one like matches versus like computer AIs that you unlock. And as you unlock them and beat them, you get to level up. So it's like the whole point of the game is like you're playing. Is there a story mode at all? Or is it just, this is the closest thing to, to story mode, but you play these tournaments to level up so that you can unlock the next like player versus player match, which is nine times out of ten match play, but I had one that was like stroke play and it took a while. But for the most part, it's match play. And there's like three per rank. So you have levels and you have ranks. So you beat once you beat the first three then you move up to rank two. And then there's a new set of three player versus player things. And once you beat all them, you move up to rank three. And then it's just, there's a lot of stuff to do and a lot of stuff to unlock. It's a lot of fun, but it's, in the end, it's golf. Like, you're doing the same thing over and over again. But very You're driving a little further. You're being able to control your, like, approach shots that much better and this and that. But in the end, it's golf. And it's a lot of fun, but it can get a little repetitive. Yeah. But I do enjoy it. Like I've already spent several hours on it, and I'm nowhere near being done with this game. But 
I definitely can see the appeal in the game and I'm nowhere near about to just like be like, all right, I'm done. Like I want to get as good as I can get at this game. It's gotten, it's, it's already kind of hooked me to the point where I want to keep playing and like max out my character. And I don't know what all that entails. It may be way more than I'll ever actually want to put into the game, but it's a lot of fun. And I hope to have more in the coming weeks, but it's a lot of fun for 40. I mean, for 40 bucks, it's worth it. It's a lot of fun. It seems like the kind of game Brittany would probably enjoy if she ever gets some free time to play some video games. I think she would enjoy it. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, our good buddy, uh, Nick Schifani texted me. We're recording this on Sunday. He texted me yesterday, Saturday morning at like seven thirty. Hey man. And said, Hey, it's pretty funny that I, I don't know. He basically said, I love how I see that on a Saturday morning at seven thirty AM you're playing everybody's golf. And I'm like, Yep. <laughs> He's like, is Brittany up yet? And I'm like, nope. That's why I'm playing. He's like, that a boy. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a it's a pretty standard Arcade-ish. arcade yeah. golf game. It's exactly what you would think it would be. And if that appeals to you, you'll love it. And if not, you probably won't like it. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Cool. The only other thing that I played this week because I was waiting for two hours to get all my four tires changed yesterday. Mm, yep. I brought the good old Nintendo Switch with me, and I plugged in a cart I haven't played since April 21st, and that cart was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I went through like five shrines. I'm just like, I, I still didn't, I didn't do the DLC, so I don't know where I haven't been yet, but I went up, I, I kind of looked at the map, I'm like, where are there no shrines? Let's go that way. So I went to the Gerudo Highlands. Did you ever find okay. this huge sword? Like... Jack and the Beanstalk dude, giant dude, would have used this sword. Just like laying, it's beautiful. It's up in the high, 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 high heights of the Gerudo Highlands. There's nothing there, but it just looks beautiful. Like a sword you can get and use? No, I'm saying it is bigger than like. It's probably 500 feet long. It's like a god used it or something, and then it just fell into Hyrule. There, it's so cool. It's so pretty. I don't remember that. But. See, that's why this game's awesome. So I went through and I did like, I found like five more shrines. I, I got up another, uh, I got enough spirit. Three did you f- go, I think it's in that same area. Have you been down in like this like canyon area? I haven't gone to the the, the Guardian Canyon yet. No. That's the one. Okay. Never I mind. haven't because I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm pissed that this is taking so long to get my yeah. new tires. I don't feel like dealing with it. Uh, But like three out of the five shrines I did were... uh. They were um, a maximum test of strength, a great test. Like of fight the guardian called, kind of thing. With like the seventeen swords on, and I'm like, I don't remember how to play this game because it has been four months since I played it. You basically just need to time the like your your dodge or, or deflect jump this way or parry whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or or the other thing that's great, shoot him with the electric arrows. So anytime he starts doing the big thing that you can't block, like the guardian ray, you just hit him with an electric arrow, and uh, okay. you run up there and hack, 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 hit him again, hack, hack, hack. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. But it's so weird playing that after playing Horizon. 
Like I'm like I don't remember how to like I kept I I googled that was my issue with in Zelda Breath of the Wild and you can't roll. That was my issue with Horizon is that when I started really getting into that game, it was I was not too far removed from Zelda, and they play similarly but still quite a bit differently. Yeah. And then when I tried to get back into Zelda, I was still in the thick of Horizon and I couldn't really grasp it again. I still have not beaten like the the DLC to get your like yeah. super master sword or whatever, but I've like Ba-na-na-na. I've gotten close, and I've gotten to the point now. It's been so long since I played it again, but at least I feel like I could pick it up and get it for the most part. Because now I've forgotten everything I learned in Horizon. Now if yeah. I try to play Horizon, I'd have to relearn all that. But it's it's weird in that the games are similar enough to where you're trying to do something you can only do in one game, you're trying to do it in the other. Versus trying to play, like, Horizon and, like, Resident Evil 7, where they're, like, different enough to where you're not trying to do something from one game in another. Right. These two games are similar enough to where that is, like, a huge problem to me. But... I'll get there eventually. I want I want to get the Super Master Sword, whatever it's called. I want to unlock its full potential, but right. it's been a while since I've played it now. Are right, you want to get in the news of the week? Let's do it. Apparently, Nintendo Switch games may require a memory card, as in an SD card, to experience all the content. This is kind of concerning. This comes from IGN. While revealing a new partnership with SD card maker SanDisk, Nintendo has also revealed that moving forward, some Nintendo Switch games will require a micro SD card in order to experience the full content of certain upcoming games. In an announcement, Nintendo noted that, quote, a micro SD card will be needed for certain Nintendo Switch games that contain an especially large amount of content and require additional storage for players to enjoy the full experience, end quote. At least one un- one upcoming release, NBA 2K18, will be such a game requiring a micro SD card in the system. As evidenced by the game's box art, it says, "You internet download micro SD card required. Nintendo is making sure not to blindside players who purchase games that need extra storage, though. A representative from Nintendo of America confirmed that box art like that for the NBA above will have notices of this memory card requirement on the front and back of packaging. And for those downloading, by the way, you cannot start a sentence with and, correct? That is, that's like English 101. Jonathan or before Dornbush, that. Uh, Dornbush, up your game. Get good. And this is a new sentence. And for those downloading on the eShop, there will be the standard information notating, noting how large the, how large the game is. Nintendo also clarified that games requiring the additional space of a memory card will allow these without a micro SD card to play portions of those games. Quote, if you purchase a physical version of a game that requires an additional micro SD memory card, you will be able to play a portion of the game right out of the box. In quotes. For example, specific levels or modes. End quote. A representative for Nintendo of America said. Quote, to enjoy the full game, downloading additional data is required. Depending on the storage requirements for each game, it may be necessary to purchase a micro SD card to expand storage space. When purchasing a digital version... Of the game, it may also be necessary to purchase a micro SD card depending on the game storage requirements and the storage available on the consumer's Nintendo Switch console. Are you confused? Yeah. Okay. 
Nintendo's partnership with SanDisk means the in- introduction of branded micro SDXC in 64 gig and 128 gig sizes with packaging featuring Nintendo characters and a Switch logo, logo branding on the card itself. The Switch supports micro SDXC cards up to 2 terabytes. Quote, some Nintendo Switch games will require consumers <laughs> to purchase an additional micro SD memory card to play them. What the F? Our expanded storage solutions offer flexibility for those who need it to play these games. People can choose exactly how much additional storage space they want to buy, depending on the number and type of games they play and the amount of content they plan to download, Nintendo said about the process. Sean, what the hell? So I'm a little confused in that... Let's say you bought a Switch... Right off of the shelf at Best Buy. Okay. These games that they claim may require an SD card. Are they saying you still may require it? Or yes. it's... Yes. Well, if you have a Switch and you've already got a bunch of games, you may run out of space. Or even if you have one that's as empty as it can possibly be, you would still need one. Or are they saying, yeah, if you've downloaded a bunch of stuff and whatever, then there's a chance maybe you would need additional storage. No, what they're basically saying is, I think what they're using is to make up for the deficiencies of the Switch hardware, and I love my Switch, but to make up for the deficiency of the Switch hardware, they're going to essentially use the SD cards as an extension of the hard drive. Whether I don't okay. know if they can use... their like SD cards don't have RAM, but... They're going to, essentially, it sounds like they're going to preload some of the game to the SD card while some of it goes to the actual Switch. I don't like this at all. This is, I feel like this hasn't gotten a lot of play over the last week or so. This just really broke on like Thursday or Friday. I feel like this is something that could end up being a very big deal down the road for us Switch owners. It could be, but I mean, to me, there's been plenty of big games that I've missed out on. But Breath of the Wild to me is huge. And if this wasn't, this is kind of what I was getting at. If this wasn't an issue for Breath of the Wild, what kind of games are going to be on the Switch that this would be an issue for? Unless, of course, you have a Switch that you've already downloaded Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey and all these other big games to where it's like, okay, maybe you're running a little low on space. Maybe you're going to need a special SD card in order to be able to download and install and fully run some other you know skyrim or whatever like i mean breath of the wild to me is huge yes there was no issue with that are are there really plans on making switch games so much bigger than breath of the wild that this could become an issue even if you don't even if you've got a new switch that doesn't have a bunch of stuff already downloaded on it i think it's not like Breath of the Wild is a huge game, but it's also like, if you think of like NBA 2K18 is going to support this. Perhaps it's something like to make these models look anywhere near what they look like on the PS4 and the Xbox One. What we've got on the base Switch, we can't rely on. So we have to say, look, if you want to play this game, you want the full experience, you have to have an SD card that we can use that memory on that card to help make the actual game experience better. Is the way I look at it. Yeah. Somehow Breath of Wild is only like a 7 gig game. It's like Metal Gear Solid 5 was only 25 gigs. 
Whereas Grand Theft Auto Five is now up to like eighty gigs at this point. I don't even know. Right. I don't know. It it's definitely a uh, drawback, setback, hindrance, whatever the word would be, for the Switch. But at the same time, you kind of, sort of had to see this coming. When you've only got a limited amount of on-device on storage, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people that bought the Switch probably aren't buying the Switch for these types of games that would require this. So, uh, me, per- especially if you're talking games like NBA 2K... Not a game I'm going to get on Switch. Not a game right. I'm going to get in general, but right. I would think it's probably few and far between the games on Switch that this would impact. Yeah. And for the most part, it's probably going to be games, for me, games that I'm probably not going to be interested in anyway. Or at least interested in getting on the Switch. Yeah, It's probably games that are also going to be available on PS4, and I'd likely just get them on PS4. But it's definitely not good, but at the same time, it's something that I yeah. kind of probably saw coming. Again, though, it's like... I don't know that it's a big deal, but it's something that right now I don't think it's a big deal. But two years from now, is it going to be, well, every big AAA game that you want, you got to have an SD card. That's what I worry about. Not yeah. really like NBA 2K18. I don't care about that. But what comes next? That's that's what worries me. And we'll see. I mean, we have no idea what. Yeah, hey, we have no idea right now. But if it gets to the point where you need like a dedicated Switch uh, SD card per Switch game or something, in this day and age, that got seems kind of inexcusable. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see what the future holds. Maybe it won't be that bad. But I agree. So this past week, Nintendo did a Nindies showcase, and I'm not going to talk about every... I think they showed like 17 games. They don't all mean a lot, but a couple I want to highlight. Super Meat Boy Forever is coming in 2018 to the Nintendo Switch. This is the sequel to Super Meat Boy. Uh, Super Meat Boy's son called Nugget has been kidnapped. That is horrible. He's a nugget, I guess, because it's meat and he's a boy. Um, Meat Boy can now punch, which is a big deal, I guess. It helps him do his jumps. He goes longer with his jumps. This is Super Meat Boy. We both played very late once it came out. We played it when it came for free to the PS4. Controls are perfect, all that. It's too difficult for me. This is one of those games where I know this is a big deal, and people, especially on Twitter, people are so psyched that this game's coming to the Switch. But, like, I won't buy this game. It's one of those where if it ends up a free PS Plus game or whatever Nintendo ends up doing with their virtual console, whatever. I'll play it eventually, but I don't feel the need to go out and buy it. I feel like I probably didn't give this game its fair shot. I downloaded it and played it, and I never got past, not because it was too difficult, but because I just didn't feel the need to get past the first, I don't know, three or four stages. And it just seemed, I know I'm reacting way too quickly but it just seemed very repetitive it's like here's your screen bing, 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 you're bing, here bing, bing. you need to get to here so you go down and over and up and left and you're there and you beat the level and 
I've heard this game is super, super difficult, and I don't think I stuck with the game long enough to get to that point, but it just seemed very... It gets difficult quickly. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed very repetitive to me. It was fun, I guess, but... And I fully admit, I probably did not play this game long enough to get a fully formed opinion of it, but it was... Yeah. Like I said, it just seemed like... You have a screen, and it's like, here's the start, here's the end, get there. And you may have to go, and you beat it. And it's like, okay. I feel like this game would get very old very quickly. Yeah, but every level is different. Now, I didn't go even through all of World 1 because I was like, I'm not good yeah, enough I, for this. I, I'm I didn't not good get enough. That I can't do it. But again, it's one of those I would like to play at some point. It's not like must buy when it finally comes out it's going to come to other consoles as well um next thing they showed shovel knight king of cards is coming in early 2018 first on switch this is the king knight campaign this is finally the last thing they're going to do with shovel knight there are four new worlds and 30 new courses i don't even know what that means in in terms of shovel knight but that's what it is. There's new weapons, new abilities, and there's, of course, a card game because even Shovel Knight is not immune to Hearthstone. There's also a Treasure Trove Amiibo 3-pack that was announced and it's coming out, which features Plague Knight, Spectre Knight, and King Knight. I don't care about either of those. I still want the Shovel Knight Amiibo at some point because I just yeah. think it's it's just so good. It's so perfect. But I, I never went back and beat Spectre Knight after we did the Let's Play that got lost. Sorry, everybody. Um, I just want to play Shovel Knight in Shovel Knight 2 at this point. Yeah. The uh, what was it? Plague of Shadows was pretty... Garbage. Terrible. Spectre of Torment seemed fun, but it's not... To me, Shovel Knight nailed it. It was like that perfect combination of like DuckTales and Mega Man. Yes. And then it it's like they tried to take that and then just tweak it for all these other side spinoff games. And it just I wouldn't say it didn't work, but it, it didn't nowhere work as well. near yeah, it nowhere near accomplished the appeal of the original. Even before I played Spectre of Torment. I'm just like, I'm ready for Shovel Knight 2. Yes. And I get it. They have obligations to fulfill. They raised like $4 million on Kickstarter, so they're screwed. Oh, right. But I'm just, I just don't care. I don't, I just don't care. It's a fun game, but it's not like I'm so invested in the story that, ooh, I wonder how Plague Knight became no. Plague Knight, and I wonder how King Knight became, I don't care. It's more like, I just want to play the game as yeah. it was meant to be played. I'm ready for Shovel Knight 2. Let's let's again, like I said, I get it. You they can't just move on because they have obligations to fulfill, but I'm just I'm ready for Shovel Knight too. I think what it boils down to for me is, and I think this is what you think also, Shovel Knight plays the best out of all the Shovel Knight stuff. Oh, with, yeah, without a doubt. The good thing though, whenever Shovel Knight 2 happens, if it's eight bit or sixteen bit, whatever. They no longer need to rely on Kickstarter. So they can just make Shovel Knight 2. If they want to add on all this other stuff, I I wouldn't care if they did this stuff for Shovel Knight 2 and charge 10, 15 bucks for it. I won't buy it. I just want to play Shovel Knight. Exactly. But 
it is what it is at this point. So it's coming early 2018. It's coming to every console, but it's going to hit the Switch first, like uh, Spectre Knight did as well. It had like three weeks of exclusivity, I think, something like that. Yeah. But it came to the Switch first. Also, Steam World Dig 2 is coming September 21st. The Steam World games are huge. I think I've only played a demo of one before, but I know those are big, and it's something I'd like to get into eventually, but again, life. Next up, Me versus Shutting Down on November 7th. This is one of those things you probably never even experienced it because you didn't have a Wii U. No. I, I, the only thing the Wii, the Wii, the Wii, no, the Miiverse means to me is it's just the most annoying thing ever when I would boot up my Wii U and all of a sudden I just see all these. It's like, it's just these me's are walking around like, and they walk around. I'm like, what is the point of this? Like, I don't want to point, post a little picture that says Metal Gear Solid Five was great or Batman vs Superman was a good movie or whatever it is. Like, I'm surprised this stuck around as long as it did. You should have seen this coming that it was dying when Meverse was not included at all on the Switch. But just as a heads up, if you like the Meverse, Jim Halbert face. There's a official Super Nintendo game getting released later this year by a real company named Capcom. That game is Street Fighter 2. I will say, I think they have outkicked their coverage on this one. I don't know if that's the right analogy, but like Sam Claiborne was tweeting, well, the fact that this game is still available... At $125 when you include shipping means they kind of like, they outpriced their nostalgia. Right. If anybody out there loves the Super Nintendo version of Street Fighter 2 so much that you would like to pay $125 with shipping for another cart of it in 2017, you can do that. Some of you will get a Blanca Green cartridge, I think. Like, a hundred of them will have a glow-in-the-dark cartridge. I just... Like, I told Sean on Twitter, didn't tell you, but I tweeted him back, was like, if this was Street Fighter II Turbo, that was a weird noise, they might have tricked me into doing this. Right. But even then, I mean, I've, I've, got, I've got Street Fighter II Turbo on my Super Nintendo. Like, I don't need it. I don't know who they're selling this to. Not to mention, did you see the whole disclaimer... But how, hey, be careful when you play this it game. It like could just screw up your whole Super Nintendo or something. Make sure you've got a uh, fire extinguisher nearby if you plug this game into your Super Nintendo because it's probably going to catch fire. Oh, I don't know if it was that. But like Wario tweeted, yikes. it also comes with the Yoga Flame, which is pretty funny. And then when you actually read it, it's like, just so you know, this is not like, this is an, a new car on an old system. It could catch fire. Make sure you got a fire extinguisher near you. I'm like, oh, well, I'm never going to buy this let my kids play it. Like, what the hell? That's the, It seems like this is being marketed towards people who just want to collect it, just want something to put it on their shelf and never play the game. People that are trying to make a quick buck, just pre-order it and then flip it on I don't, eBay. And that's it. If you truly wanted to play this game, you're probably, if you're going to get this on a Super Nintendo, you're probably already kind of a Super Nintendo diehard. Get Ultra Street Fighter on the Switch. It will satisfy 
every and it's way better. little itch you have to play this game, just get Ultra Street Fighter on the Switch. Save yourself hundred dollars. I, I just don't. I don't get it. it. This just seems like. I feel like they could sell just as many of these if it was literally a Super Nintendo game, like statue. Like it didn't yes. even have to be playable. Nobody's buying this to actually play the game. Because if you well, are, you probably already have the original. The funny uh, thing is it seems like nobody's buying this game. I I, I don't doubt it. So I don't know. You're so you're not gonna buy it? <laughs> no. I mean I don't have a Super Nintendo. Not only that, but it's like like I said, if it was turbo, you might get me. Or if it was super, you might get me. But regular Street Fighter two no thanks. It's just it's just odd. And I get it, 30th anniversary of the original Street Fighter, not Street Fighter 2. But, I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. little quick note here. Sonic Forces is out November 7th. <laughs> Next time I'll turn that so you don't have to go. <laughs> Sonic Forces is out November 7th. It's only $40. I think Sean feels the way I do. Sonic is a 2D game. It's, Yeah. That's all it should ever be. When you, when I see people like customizing their characters in this game and stuff, I'm like, this is this is this just not good. It's not good. Now, if you pre-order the forty dollar, you get like a bonus edition if you pre-order it. So it's still just the forty dollars, but you unlock all these different costumes. There's like a Persona Five costume of Sonic for some reason. I I don't know why. Persona's big, I guess. But Sonic Force coming out November 7th. That was one of those where they had said, like, holiday 2017. So I kind of thought it might get pushed into 2018. But no, it's coming out. It's $40. But my $20 on Sonic has been enough. I love that game. I don't want to play it in 3D. It's just not It's just not for me. And I don't know who it's for. But if you want it, it's coming. I will say, while it's not a very good game or even a, a good game at all, the closest Sonic should ever be to a 3D game is Sonic 3D Blast. That's still like a quasi 2D game. It's not. It's not just all about speed, right? Like Sonic in general works. I will even say Sonic Spinball was a lot of fun. Sp- Sonic Spinball was a lot of fun. Yes. Sonic 3D Blast, not quite, but it's still a. It's like a 2D Sonic. From a different perspective. But it's still 2D. All of these 3D Sonic games... None of them, to me, none of them worked. uh, No, I haven't really played any of them, but they just just don't appeal to me in the least bit. They just... They're trying to make Sonic into something that it was never meant to be. And now they're trying to do it again. I don't think people have changed their mind. I'm sure there are a select group of people that are excited for this game to be re-released, but I I don't know. I don't personally I don't see the appeal. I I don't know. I, I don't understand the point of it, but I definitely don't see the appeal. As much like I said, as much as I love Sonic this year, I've had my fill. We got the perfect as, yes. as perfect a Sonic game as you can make. To go from that to this, I, no thanks. Yeah. One last item here, the PS Plus games for September. This was very confusing because it leaked what the games were first, and then Sony came out and said, here's the games. 
for North America. For North America, you get on PS4, Infamous Second Son and Child of Light. You get for the PS3, Monster Jam Battlegrounds, not to be confused with Pure Unknown's Battlegrounds, Hustle Kings. And then on the Vita, which is crossed by with the PS4, you get Hue and Sky Force Anniversary. Sky Force Anniversary is a is a vertical scrolling shoot 'em up like 1943 style. I wanted that on my Vita. I was very excited. Then they're like, whoops, we screwed up. Actually, you're getting Infamous Second Son and Strike Vector X, which is like a shoot 'em up flying game, but it's a 3D game, not top down. PSVR, you get rigs for free. Hooray. PS3, you get Truck Racer and Handball 2016. I hope they made a lot of improvements over 2015. Hashtag sarcasm. And then on the VD, you get We Are Doomed and Had a Full Boyfriend. We Are Doomed looks like it's fun. It's kind of like a Geometry Wars style of twin stick shooter where it's just one screen. You go around and blah, blah, blah. Had a Full Boyfriend is a pigeon dating simulator. Let that sink in. Just come on in, sink. Come on in. It is a dating simulator for pigeons. And animals. So we're getting that instead of Hugh, which Greg talked about that he loved this game and the way it does colors and stuff like that. Obviously, it's called Hugh. Great game. And Skyforce Anniversary, which I've never heard of, but when I looked it up, I was like, oh, this looks awesome. No. We're getting a pigeon dating simulator and we are doomed. Like, what I'm hoping is maybe these other games are what will be free in October and they just sent out the wrong tweet or something. But... Infamous Second Son, legit AAA game. I've never played any of the Infamous games. They've never appealed to me. I've actually heard that this is kind of the worst out of all of them, so I don't even know if I'll try it. But Child of Light is one of those games that I wanted to finally go back and try. Um, It's an RPG. I don't know if it's an action RPG or if it's more JRPG, but it is a Ubisoft, like a UB Arts um, RPG game, like independent Ubisoft RPG game that's supposed to be really good and a lot of people like it, but... I'm going to go ahead and say, even though I don't remember what Games with Gold was, I'm going to probably say the Xbox won this month. It it seems like they've won, yeah. It seems like Sony can't quite grasp. It's like they're walking this fine line and they keep tripping over it as far as put games on there that are good, decent AAA games without being... Really? Uh, right, like... I don't know. I know Infamous in general is supposed to be good. Like you said, this is probably not one of the better ones. Even if it was, I don't know that I want to download it for free. I just... I don't want to... I'm not looking for this kind of investment in my free games. I'm looking for a bro force kind of game yes that you can just download and pick up and play for a little bit and put it down otherwise yeah right i'm not looking for a 10 20 30 hour kind of game just because you get all of this playing time for free i'm looking for a game that you can just pick up and put down casually like I, i i don't know it doesn't seem like they're really getting it i'm sure maybe a lot of people are happy Maybe thrilled to see this game on it, but I don't well, it's, like it's when, not doing it for me. It's like when Just Cause came out last month. I was like, oh, I can't wait to go in there and mess around with it. And it's like 45 gigs I downloaded. And I was like, 
I need that space for Uncharted. Exactly. You, you just yeah. go away. And then I ended up just deleting it. Like, if these AAA games were so good, I would have bought them to begin with. Right. Yeah. Now, Infamous is probably, like, I think Greg Miller said, it's kind of the closest we'll ever get to, like, a Superman kind of game, like, in the real world. And they did a great job representing Seattle or recreating Seattle and all this other stuff. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. I'm going to give this month to Microsoft. Just like every other month. And just like every other pad- podcast, you know what time it is, Sean? What time is it? It's that time when we play the... <gasps> it's the back of the box challenge. It's, I'm tired. I don't even know what that sounded like. But hey, the back box challenge is how we end the podcast here every week on the two-player co-op podcast. What this game is, is we take a previously released retail version of a game. We flip that joker around. We look at the back of the box per the name of the game. We read that description aloud to the other player, bleep out any pertinent information that would give the game away or make it too obvious. Then the other player gets asked some follow-up questions that can only be answered with a yes or a no. And then we go from there and we try to answer what the game is, that's the back the box challenge. That's what we're gonna do now. Uh, who's going first? I have no idea. I'll go. You went first last time. Okay. Hey, dudes. Told Jay Monero. No. Okay. It's not bad, dudes either. Your babes are missing. Two crude dudes. Three crude dudes. No, two. The, the revenge of two crude dudes. Back in the box, blank. Back like when rock and roll was just rock and fast food was dinner. You way back, like when rock and roll was just rock and fast food was dinner. You couldn't catch. That's what it says. Live two ca- two cavemen, <laughs> Joe and Mac. God dang it. <laughs> Joe and Mac or Joe and Mac 2 or Super Joe and Mac or something. Live two cave dudes named Joe and Mac. Whether it was dinosaur demolition or pterodactyl hang gliding, life for the boys was pretty cool. Cool, that is, until a bogus bunch of Neanderthal nerds crashed their village and scared off all the cave babes. I would love to know what these cave babes looked like back in the day. Probably like... Now, the cave babes are out there. Somewhere. I know you're out there. Somewhere out there. Lost and really lonely. So what are you waiting for? It's up to you, Joe and Mac, to get them back. What's the game I confuse this with? Chuck Rock? No. Adventure Island? That's it. Adventure Island. All right, so what was it just plain old Joe and Mac? Joe and Mac, Caveman Ninja is the, the subtitle, but it's Joe and Mac 1. Caveman Ninja was the subtitle of the first game? <sighs> wow. All right. Well, hopefully this will. All right, are you ready? Would you have known if I didn't go K? I'd like to think I would have gotten there eventually. Is it Hudson or Sunsoft or something? Um... Seems like it should be. But maybe I'm thinking of Adventure Data. Island. It is presented by Data East. Okay. I think I would have gotten there. Hopefully not too late. All right. Shoot first and forget about the questions. After losing a confrontation against Super Commando's Mad Dog and Scorpion, the juices of destruction... Jip drip from the spiked tongue of the vile blank blank 
Now he's coming back stronger than ever with a sinister plan that includes having his blank warriors seep into the brains of the U.S. Army. To support his disguised forces of doom, he's contruded. He's what? Contruded? <laughs> he's recruited Jagger Freud. Jaeger or Jagger? Jagger. G. No. J A G G E R. He's recruited Jagger Freud. Jagger. A demented blank from the blank. Past. He's, he's also shuttled in the Babalu destructoid mechanism with its beam of death. With torrential terror about to rain down upon civilization, Earth's only hope rests with you, Scorpion. It's not Mortal Kombat. Get over here. And your pal, the Dogster. Sub-Zero. <laughs> the Dogster? And if you're... Sh- oh my god, I can picture this. And if you're blank, 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 and blank fail to destroy blanks eight levels of terror is this beach themed no Mm, no not in general no if your blank 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 and blank fail to destroy blanks eight levels of terror including radioactive lava fields that's the only example they give it's all over but for the shouting the screaming and the cries from a disintegrating world Is this a console exclusive? Yes. 16-bit? No. 8? Yes. Okay. Is it part of a series? Yes. Is this the first in a series? No. Did it originate on the NES? I'm going to say no. Did it originate in the arcades? Yes. Is this a Konami game? Yes. Oh, I didn't even want it. It didn't help me. <laughs> is this a brawler? No. Is this a... <sighs> Lost it. Platformer? No. RPG? No. Is it a action-oriented game? Yes. Is your primary mode of attack... Melee. No. Is it guns? Yes. Do you play as an Akari warrior? You do not. Excuse me. (laughs) Okay, part of a series, start in the arcades, you shoot guns, it's not Akari warriors, it's not the first in the series. Did it continue after this game? Yes. Did it go into the 16-bit era? Yes. Uh, is this a Scott? Is this a game with a thirty live code? Maybe. I don't think so. I'm. I think no. Do you play as a human or do you play as a ship? You play as a human. In a ship? No. Is Contra in the title? Yes. <laughs> is it Contra? No. Oh, it's that, oh, what's the weird one? Contra Force? You're making it too complicated. Is it Contra? No. Is it Super C? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I've done Contra Force before with Beans and MacGruber and and whatever their names were. That did not sound like a Contra game at all. When I read this, I'm like, this is perfect, because this is like a 
But I mean, once it's I got super to Contra, C, but yeah. when you hear, it's just, I don't know who Mad Dog and Scorpion are. You just don't know the lore, man. The destruction drip from the spiked tongue of the vile alien warmonger Red Falcon. Oh, well, that would have given it away. Jagger Freud, a demented alien from the black hole galaxy. Was, everything I believed that was like aliens and space. Remember Jumpin' Jack Flash in the first one? Oh, yeah. Is that Was that his name or did we just call him that? Because he jumped. We definitely called and him he had that. A lightning and I don't think we would have just made it up. I assume we got that from somewhere. Randy. But no, Super C. Wow. Yeah. I did not do that bad. That no, that was play. pretty good. We both got through that pretty good. It was well. pretty good. You know what else was good? Episode 90 of the two-player co-op podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. If this is the first time you've seen us, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button down there. We didn't do this at the beginning. Like We, we didn't. <laughs> the alcohol. I blame it on the... Hit that subscribe button down there. You guys are really helping us out. Ads hubs. I really appreciate it. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button down here. Share it with your friends if you like what you see. We got approximately 10 episodes to go before episode 100. We got to hit it. We got to get to 500 subs by episode 100. If you're watching this and you haven't already subscribed, do us a favor and subscribe. And if you know anybody that also might be interested... Go ahead and spread the word and get them to subscribe as well. Our goal is 500 subs by episode 100. We need about four to five, four and a half subs per week to get there. We got this. Help us make it happen. You got we'll be this. back probably for some kind of, we'll see. if not a live stream for episode 100, some kind of special episode 100. Um, we both have a pretty hectic rest of the year ahead yes. of us. But the plan is to do a live stream for episode 100. If you've been with us this whole time, you've seen us do it for episode 50, and you've seen us do it for episode 75. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, the plan is to do something similar for 100. So our goal is to get to 100, nope, 500 subs by episode 100. Or 100 more, either way. Oh, yeah, I mean, if we can get to 600, we can get to 600. Great. If you haven't already, if you're watching this and you haven't subbed, please go ahead and sub. And if you have, and even if you haven't, spread the word and try to get some other people to subscribe as well. We will be eternally grateful. Thank you in advance. Thank you. Hey, you know what else you should check out in addition to youtube.com slash shoeplayercoop? You should also check out nerd901.com. Go to nerd901.com for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the globe. Shout out to Nick Schifani. He just put up a great piece there. We just had 901 Day here. If you're outside Memphis, what 901 Day? 901 is the area code for Memphis. So when September 1st rolls around, we call it 901 Day. It's a way for people to show their love for Memphis and everything great that's going on here. Nick did a great job writing up a, a nice long blog post, I would say. Um, he did a really good job. So go over to nerd901.com and check that out. Check out everything else they're doing over there. Ernie and Derek for, from Pixels and Papers. Um, Shelfie and Joanna and all this other stuff and Lost the Numbers. Uh, I always think of Lost the Numbers. What's his name? Uh, Lee Travis. Lee Travis. God, Lost the Numbers, everything else. They're, they're doing so many good things over there. It keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's awesome. Check out Nerd901.com. You can check us out on Twitter because I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together we're at two-player underscore co-op. Uh, also, if you like audio, and I know Sean does, you can go to check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and audio services around the world. No matter where you listen to us, if you can, 
please leave us a review. Five-star review means a lot. It helps us move up the charts, helps more people get reached by us and all that other fun stuff. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Also, we got a Facebook page that we never update. Facebook.com slash co-op gaming. Go ahead and go there and you'll see all the things we get tagged in from the guys at Nerd901 because they do their job when we don't. This has been episode 90. Thank you all so much for being here. Until episode 91, Sean, go ahead and take us out. I don't even remember Just what order I do this say in. say it, then throw it. No, because I got to throw it. No, because it. that makes you freak out because you're like, no, I get it. We said in the very beginning, this was going to be the episode that I get it. I, who said that? I said, well, you said it even before we went on there. Maybe not. I didn't say that. Well, I said it. And here it comes. It's all building up to this moment right now. Thank you for playing. That almost hit it me was, in the face. like you almost were blind because... But I, I didn't throw it forward... We're making progress. Maybe you could go this and then catch it here. What would be perfect is if I get it on episode 100. Part of me almost hopes I don't get it until episode 100, because that'll make episode 100 that much more special. Also, also you'll we should have done these shout-outs way earlier, but two weeks from now, so episode 92, as mentioned a week or two ago, my good buddies Jason and Brent are going to be in town, so we're going to record a special episode with them, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a... Very nostalgia Very loaded. Just, it just it's not yeah. gonna be a normal episode. Don't expect nice a lot of news. Back. Yeah, it's gonna just be a lot of nostalgia, and we'll make it fun. So I nostalgia. hope you hmm. ness and yes, and yes, that'll be if good. You say ness, you're a psychopath. That'll be a good name for the episode. Nostalgia. And until that time, Sean, now you can take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>